everyone. This is episode 557 of the Pick's Latest Sausage Podcast for Friday, November 30th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Cusinez, and today I'll be talking about some more Red Dead Online because I played a fair amount of that in addition to what I played previously to the last episode, previous to the last episode, and a smorgasbord of so many other games because I've been going through my Xbox One and my installed games and just trying these and trying those and seeing what I could delete and why they're on there like adventure games that I in no way am ever going to play unless I feel like playing them and when I feel like playing them I'll play through them and then I'll be done with them but they don't need to be taking up hard drive space I have a lot of games and they take up a lot of space even though I have three hard drives connected to my system. My Xbox is my platform of choice, and I have many games for it, uh, and plenty of review copies that I just, I don't need anymore because I maybe didn't like them, or I play through them and I'm done. Um, so that'll be not at all fun. That'll be me literally looking at a list of my games and be like, huh, yeah, that one, that one's there. Uh, a lot of racing games of different sorts. So many racing games. Do I need so many installed? Am I really going to be going around playing all these different racers? No. And the hardest ones to delete were Forza 5 and Forza 6. Uh, Motorsport 5 and 6. Because I I kept them on there because I didn't have them completed. And specifically didn't have them completed for the Forza Rewards thing. I'm like... I could I could I could get back to these and increase that so that I get more rewards for these games and just keep getting more money for these games that I will never really go back to realistically because they typically make them better but uh I I have kept Horizon 3 on there because it's it's a different open world than Horizon 4. I deleted Horizon 2 because the Blizzard Mountain thing was not working. So I was like, maybe I have to delete it and reinstall it, and I'll get to that at some point. But the main game I finished, so uh, yeah, that'll be fun. But before all that, my mother sent me a text message telling me what she wanted for Christmas, which she's never done, in part because I usually just make her something or whatever. And this year, she's like, get me either a $20 foot massager from Walmart, very specific, or just... A cheap garnet pendant in gold. And I figured, well, why get the foot massager? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the pendant. That's nicer and all that. She can get the foot massager herself. I've never shopped for jewelry before. Oh, God, I hate it. It is the worst. I, you know, it, there are just so many different types of cuts and shapes for these pendants. And then they're put into all these different types of settings and whatnot. And I don't really know how you tell if something's gold or if it's gold-plated or if it's fake gold or what the hell's going on. All these different carrots and numbers. I don't know if they're talking about the stone or what the hell they're talking about. It's just a nightmare. And then I see some pictures and it's like, wait, is garnet really this color? Or is this just like a really fancy picture that makes it look better with this kind of lighting and it's much more of a muted darker red like what is going on i don't understand any of this i hate it i hate it so much it's the worst i'm like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do but 
I'm still looking at these things, and it's it's just a nightmare. I hate it. It's the worst. Jewelry shopping is a nightmare. I think a lot of shopping in general is just a nightmare. Because how do you know what you end up picking is going to be what they like? And getting the gift receipt just seems like, well, why did I go through all that work? Might as well just have gotten you a gift card or given you some money and just said, hey, use this for this. And if you don't use it for that, I won't know. But deep down, you'll know you're going to hell for doing something else with the money. But uh, yeah, so Red Dead Online. I played maybe two more hours, which would uh, isn't really that much more than I guess I played previously. But I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. One, because I think Rockstar has come out and said, there's a chance that maybe your progress during this beta period will not carry over. And if that happens, I would be so upset, uh, especially if I put a lot of time into it. But also, as it stands, with no ability to go into a private session and it being nothing but a free-for-all, there is no, like, uh, you know, no PvP mode, whatever the hell those are called. Not PvE, because that's PvE everyone. But no pacifist mode. Um, it's just a nightmare, uh, going on missions, there's always a point where they say, other players can come and try and steal your shit, and you know what happens? They always try and steal your shit. Everyone's an asshole in the game. You can't play it and just like, you know what, I just want to do my job and then maybe go hunting and stuff like this. No. People are in your neighborhood, and they see you, they're coming after you. They're going to want to lasso you, they're going to do all these things, so if you want to play it and not play it as part of a posse... You're just asking for trouble. And that sucks because I want to play around in this open world and maybe run into people and then we can do a mission together or something or just we cross paths or whatnot. But I don't want to constantly be like, when I see someone's icon show up on screen or on the map within the vicinity, I don't want to always have that feeling like, oh, great. Well, this is going to be... A lot of fun because they're going to come after me and start shooting at me. And even if I kill them, they're going to spawn really close to me because when they spawn, they don't spawn far away. So I feel like there's something that should happen if if somebody initiates combat and you kill them, then they spawn in like a jail far away at the closest city. But if they kill you, you spawn near the situation because if, if they start, if they initiate the combat and then you take them down... I feel like there should be some bigger penalty and something that prevents it from just being this game of tag where you, they spawn back and they come after you again because why wouldn't they? You just kill them and then they're shooting at you and then you can choose to run away but at that point they're probably just going to keep chasing you. They know who you are. They're just going to keep coming after you because they're like, oh, this is fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this person's day terrible. And... Some of the people I talked about said, well, isn't that just GTA Online? I don't know, because I played only the first few weeks of that, and I don't know how it's adapted over time, and it also allows you to play in a private solo session with just the people you want to play, um, which to some people may take out the joy or, or the reason to play it of running into random people. But... If I'm only looking to have more of a relaxing experience and I don't want to deal with that, I want that option in there. And the fact that it's it's not in there 
uh, right away is weird. And I still think it's weird that gambling is not in there. I understand that it's probably something to do with online gambling and, you know, losing money in the game and probably being able to convert gold to cash and stuff like that. And some people saying, well, you can't equate the two because, you know, you put money in, but you can't withdraw money. That just means it's the worst kind of gambling in the world. It would be like going to Vegas and going to a casino, to a casino converting certain amount of money to chips, and then regardless of whether you win or lose, those chips always say chips, you can't cash them in for money. It's just like, nope, you're just stuck with these chips. So when you go back home to your regular life, you just have all these chips that you can't do anything with except go back to Vegas and put it into more gambling. So I could see that being the reason, but I don't know. I, I still want it to be in there. Uh, you know, there's the danger annoyance of somebody being in there and just going all in every time on poker but with blackjack it's a, a singular thing you're not playing against the other people so there's no there's nothing you're you're gaining from trying to mess with other people except you know hitting when <clears throat> you shouldn't and staying when you shouldn't or whatnot and 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 screwing up the the card dealing so that the card the next person gets is a card that the other person should have gotten and it just screws all that up and people get, some people get upset about that. I'm like, whatever. You know, that's that's part of blackjack. That's just part of the game. Sometimes you'll have someone who is inexperienced and doesn't know whether or not they should hit or whatnot, and that's fine. And and some people do know and they just like to ruin other people's lives. But you know, I wish you can still play those games. Even if they had them in there and you just can't bet on them. I want to play dominoes with a friend or, per, or just a random person. Uh, you know, it's tricky with poker, but it could just be you jump in and maybe there's like, a, you know, with the old arcade thing with the quarter, like you jump in and when you are knocked out, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird because that is something that is a group game that people can come together and play together and there's not a lot of those things in red dead whereas in gta you have like golf and other crap that it just sucks that it's not in there um but other than that i like i haven't jumped into it today as it launches for everyone so it could be a real shit show in terms of just servers crashing and not being able to handle the massive influx of players so that could be a problem but hopefully it isn't uh before today official launch day i haven't had any issues with the handful of times i've jumped in so that that's good i remember there being a lot of issues with just things not registering and, and whatnot with gta online when it first launched but um i'm excited for the moment they uh add private sessions that's what i'm waiting for and i'm looking forward to so now jumping to the smorgasbord of things i've just been playing and this means i could have been playing them for like five minutes two minutes one minute whatever uh but the, a funny thing that has nothing to do with anything 
when I was originally going to start recording this podcast, my power went out for like 15 minutes and it freaked me out and I didn't like it. I hate it when my power goes out. But I played some Carmageddon max damage. You know what that game is? That game is a bag of fucking garbage. It is terrible. It controls horribly and it looks terrible and it's just it's just a piece of crap. So I'm probably not going to. Uh, I don't think it was a huge file. Maybe it was decent size one because anything over 10 gigs i'm like do i need you and one of those games was blas blue chrono phantasma extend this is a fighter and i like the blas blue series blaze blue i don't know what the hell how the hell you pronounce it um when it first showed up but i've got a handful of fighters installed and I don't see myself going back to this one anytime soon. And I can't help but look at it and be like, this looks like a last gen game and Dragon Ball Fighter Z looks so much better and is a smaller size. And if I'm gonna play something with all that kind of aesthetic, I'm gonna play Dragon Ball. I'm gonna play Dragon Ball every day. Uh Trials of the Blood Dragon. I went back to this for the first time in a while and was reminded of how shitty and terrible it is because they decided that it might be a good idea to add shooting and platforming on feet, on foot, to trials. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. And shooting when you're on bike and parts where you're driving around a little uh, RC car uh, and a big kind of tank thing. And it's just a, a mess of random crap that was clearly inspired by Far Cry's was it was it called Blood Dragon 2? Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon? I don't know. But it doesn't work for Trials. They should have just stuck with what Trials was good at. Being this really silly tight ridiculous game. But they lost the charm with Evolution? Was that the, the name of the first one that came out on Xbox One? And I mean it, it was cross platform. Uh, it came out on both gens. But that one just felt off. And then this one feels like it's trying way too hard to be silly. And do different wacky things that never really work. And don't feel great to control. I mean, moving around on foot feels terrible. And just jumping around and shooting. And just it. I can't remember what the name of that game is. But there's a game that I always see GIFs of on Twitter. Where this guy's like, he can ride on a skateboard and flip off and do all these crazy spins and shoot and whatnot. And that is what I think Trials wants to be on foot. But it's not. It's just a really bad shooter. Uh, Tron Run slash Err. Uh, I don't know. It's, a, it's an endless runner. Broken up into levels with Tron. Based on Tron. It's actually okay. But it's just... It's a thing. Uh, Numa, Breath of Life. This is a, an adventure game. It wasn't too bad, I remember, but I kept it on my system for so long because I had two achievements I had to get. And I went to good old XboxAchievements.com, which really kind of sucks now. It's rare to find games with roadmaps anymore. You can, And you can actually kind of find them more reliably on PS and trophies or whatever it is it's it's sister site for the same game um 
but still it's not the greatest resource as it once was. But I went in there, got those last two achievements, and then deleted it. Some NASCAR heat evolution. You know, it's NASCAR. It, didn't, it just felt very bare bones, but it felt all right. Gigantic. I, I loaded this up, and then the servers kept not connecting. I'm like, did they turn this game off? And they did. So I've been having that take up like 15 gigs of space for no reason for a while. I loaded up Pass Cure because I wasn't sure if I still had the game or not, but I do, because I've noticed that with some review copies for games, they don't work after a while. The license is, like, gone. And I think that's with ones where, because sometimes when I'm inputting a code for a game, it doesn't give me the name. It just gives me, like, this is a unlock code or something. So I noticed that with some games, they don't work anymore. Um which I've never experienced until this gen, and only recently, so... I mean, it's not a big deal or anything. I don't care. Um, but yeah. I, I thought I, I thought I remembered that showing up as I didn't own it, which would be fine by me, because it's not great. But, um, yeah. But it's a Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game, which wasn't bad. I haven't deleted it, because I'm like, this isn't a terrible motocross game. It it doesn't feel too bad compared to, and it looks decent, especially compared to all the various MX versus ATV things that have come out that I think are just all like, maybe one of, or multiple of them are new for this generation, but I think at least one of them, if not the majority of them, I don't know how many have even come out, but I think a good chunk of them are last gen games that they just brought to this gen. Um, then I threw in Dishonored Definitive Edition. I was like, I never played the DLC, right? I don't feel like playing it right now, so I'll delete that for now because I just don't want to deal with it. Then some gravel, some dirt for some Titanfall, which, I don't know. I kept Titanfall for now because it's not huge. And I'm like, oh, there are achievements here I can get just for playing a little bit, I don't know. I don't, I I wanted to like Titanfall more than I ended up liking it. That's pretty much it though. <laughs> so nothing too exciting. I did play some more Hitman too. I finally reached mastery uh, level on the Miami level, so I'm at 20 out of 20. Uh, you know, maxed out that XP bar. Can now go in the I can I can start in the garage, which is good. Because that will allow me to do one of the missions that I never got around to doing where I impersonate the rival driver. And then I started to, but I forgot, I forgot that you can't change your suit and then get back in your suit and leave to get it. I got a few of the like Silent Assassin things on professional mode and, and beat the level on there. Which is surprising to see that only like 0.84% of people have finish the Miami level on professional mode and I'm assuming there's a similar percentage for all the other levels but uh I really enjoyed it I didn't find it to be overly challenging there are like more cameras and stuff like that but the the most challenging part of that would be the limited number of saves you can use you can only save the game once when playing in professional mode but uh, I still adore that game. 
and it's it's going to be real tricky when I do my top probably five of the year list. I don't I don't think I have enough to fill a top ten, but when I get around to doing that, whew, two and three is going to be real difficult. But yeah, Hitman Two is fantastic, and I really hope more people pick it up. I I hope it sold well when it went on sale over. Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all that jazz so that more people are playing it and then talking about it and maybe getting their friends to pick it up as well. But other than that, continuing to catch up with some current anime, I have been watching Goblin Slayer dubbed and I'm through like episode 5. And to just show you how terrible and forgettable it is, I apparently didn't finish the last episode uh, that was dubbed and only had a few minutes left. I loaded it up and started watching it, and I had no idea what was going on. I completely forgot everything that had happened in that episode. And I, it wasn't that long before, uh, long ago when I watched it, so um, it, it's, just, it's just a really bad show. It, it, it hasn't been as mean-spirited as the first episode but it just is overly serious and just generally crappy in in every way there's there's no redeeming quality of it there's no great characters um there are no great characters you know the the art i hate the op and the ed i don't remember it's, it's just as forgettable as they come but i started watching Hinomaru Sumo, which is a sports anime about sumo wrestling, which is fun. It's a solid 7 out of 10 sports anime, which I think a lot of sports anime fall into in, in that 7 out of 10 range that are just like, this is pretty good. You know, it's enjoyable. You know, it's going to have a lot of the sports tropes, but I enjoy the characters, and so far the antagonists of the story the the rivals and all that aren't over the top so i enjoy that aspect to it i think that's one of the the most important parts of any sports anime to have rivals and and people who are on other teams and what have you uh, who aren't so ridiculously evil that i while i'm rooting for the, the the protagonist or protagonists i am not hating the antagonist um and so far uh sumo has done a good job with that and yeah it's been a, a pleasant surprise because i wasn't sure if it was going to be mm, um okay or not but um i also started watching sssss Gridman, which could be cool i don't know it's a weird thing where a boy wakes up in a girl's house, can't remember anything, but he then he, he sees this like mech dude calling him through an old ass PC, and his name is Gridman. You have to awaken. Yeah, you, you gotta awaken to your calling, and he's seeing kaiju all over the place, and then a kaiju actually appears in town, and everyone can see, and it's destroying town, and then he gets sucked into the computer. And he becomes Gridman, and then Gridman shows up in real life, and he defeats the kaiju. And then the next day, 
everyone forgets about the whole kaiju battle, except people who were killed by the kaiju are still dead. And they it's not as if they didn't exist, but they died in a different way years ago. A few of the main girl's friends uh, died. But then when they visited the families, they all died back in middle school. So that's interesting. And then there's this other girl who is talking to another mech-type dude. But she's creating the kaiju. And her, her mech dude brings them to life. And I don't know what's going on, really. But it's intriguing. It's grabbed my attention. And I'm willing to watch more. It looks like it could be a fun show skewing towards younger audiences because there are a few of those this season and i think this one's more in the middle there are ones that are definitely more skewing towards younger but i've i've enjoyed it so far in the first few episodes i've watched there's also um radiant which is younger skewing and about this world where there are these monsters that fall from the sky and eggs and then they hatch and then they attack people because that's just what they do and if they touch people they'll either kill them or they could curse them and then give them a lot of power and they become sorcerers then and they can take on these beasts whatever the hell they're called and these people who are cursed usually have some kind of visible feature so they might have horns or crazy hair or something or other maybe they'll have a tail and I think one of the curses it seems like for women specifically, they might just have really big hair because I don't see anything else going on or their big hair cover covers up their horns or something. But it's it's fun so far. It's fun enough. Um, it's better than a similar Younger Skewing show that is about this boy who gets a bottle of water from his adventuring dad and in the bottle of water is this little girl water fairy thing that's annoying and it's just it's just a very annoying show which is typical from younger skewing shows they can be pretty annoying uh and that one was especially annoying and i really didn't enjoy it so i didn't continue watching any of it after the first episode i struggled to get through the first episode i don't remember what the hell it's called so who cares but I think that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Cruznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my on mail list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, please go over to youtube.com slash sausage and check both of them out over there. And I highly recommend checking out Attack the Backlog in video form if you haven't already because that's where it really shines. And if you'd like to check out my art, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link. It'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy supporting the site in general and everything we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way and that will do it so as always i will now say 